1031. Good morning and welcome to the Church Without Walls. Isn't this incredible? We actually were able to do this without walls. Good morning. If you love the Lord this morning, say amen. And I know that you all said amen at home. Now listen, a um, couple of announcements this morning. One, obviously this is not our traditional service. It's not uh, how we're used to doing things, uh, but we are on a uh, stay in home place or place, stay in place, whatever, however they word that, which means that you should only be going out for your groceries and if you're part of the essential work crews that they're allowing to go to work. Please stay home. Don't, don't play games with this, folks. This is very, very serious. Uh, it's a serious virus. People get seriously ill um, and people are dying. So follow the directions of the CDC. Keep your hands clean. Don't touch your hands and uh, touch your hands to your mouth and face. Etc. After you've been outside, make sure you clean your hands, and more than more than anything, uh, practice this safe social distancing. Uh, do not go out. Don't go to the bars. Don't go out to restaurants. Please stay home. With that said, uh, I know that some people have asked us about our hygiene kit uh, Sunday, um, and until the quarantine is lifted, uh, we're not going to be doing anything. Uh, that's out in public. And the biggest key for that, folks, is I'm not so afraid for me, but I am afraid at putting other people at risk if I get exposed and then passing it on uh, to somebody else. And so that's the way um, that I'm thinking about this. The other thing is, because we're doing church this way, um, those of you who know me know I hate this because uh, I hate talking about money, but the church obviously uh, we operate and do what we do because of your ties, offerings, and gifts. Uh, we are working on the website to put a button in there so that you can go to the website and and pay your ties or give your ties and gifts and and uh, uh, offerings that way. Uh, but until we get that done, I need to ask you to make sure that you send your ties, gifts, and offerings uh, either by check or money order. Uh, to our office, which is at 601 West Ponce de Leon, Decatur 30030. That's Gentle Spirit Christian Church, 601 West Ponce de Leon, Decatur, Georgia 30030. Please make sure that you do that so we can continue in operation. Then, have I forgotten any announcements? Other than if you like this, uh, this is a good way to uh, do church if we can add. I, you know, I've been looking at churches that have been doing uh, live stream and man, I'll tell you what folks, there are people out there that have got it down. I mean, they're really fancy. They've got music and they've got this, that, the other thing. We are not that. So our worship services Sunday morning are going to be pretty simple. We're going to have some prayer. Uh, you're going to hear the scriptures for the day get read. I'm going to give you a message. I'm going to walk you through uh, communion for those of you at home because uh, those that are watching, communion is just central uh, to our, our, our people and our fellowship. So with all of that said, let's take a moment and pray. Almighty God, we come to you this morning and we give you praise and thanks for the ability to be 
outside in your sanctuary. God, the temperatures are good. The creativity of your artistic hand are wonderful. And God, as we worship this morning, we once again call upon you to come and have a seat with us to remind us that you love us unconditionally. To remind us, O oh God, that you are greater than this virus. That you, O oh God, have given us the intelligence and the spirits and the wisdom to be able to learn how to live and defeat this virus. Fill this time that we are here today, O oh God, with your Holy Spirit, that indeed this would be a time of miracles and it would be a time of renewal. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, and we will have some scripture. <clears throat> this is Psalm 130. Help, God, the bottom has fallen out of my life. Master, hear my cry for help. Listen hard, open your ears. Listen to my cries for mercy. If you, God, kept records on wrongdoings, who would stand a chance? As it turns out, forgiveness is your habit, and that's why you are worshipped. I pray to God my life a prayer and wait for what he'll say and do. My life's on the line before God, my Lord, waiting and watching till morning, waiting and watching till morning. O Israel, wait and watch for God. With God's arrival comes love. With God's arrival comes generous redemption. No doubt about it, he'll redeem Israel, buy back Israel from captivity to sin. second reading comes from Romans chapter 8 verses 5 through it uh, through 8 those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle but never get around to exercising it in real life those who trust God's actions in them find that God's spirit is in them living and breathing God. Obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attend to God leads, attention to God leads us out into the open, into a spacious, free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God ends up thinking more about self than God. That person ignores who God is and what God is doing, and God isn't pleased at being ignored. Thus ends the reading. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, I come to you this morning as your servant. <clears throat> Asking that these words that I say would not be mine, but they would be yours. Asking, O oh God, that those who hear and receive these words would receive them not only in their minds and in their hearts, but deep in their souls, O oh God. That place where only you and they go. 
Fill me now with your Holy Spirit, that I would do your will and not my own. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Okay, so today's the fifth Sunday in Lent, and I, the passage for today could not be any more appropriate. It comes from the seventh chapter of Matthew, beginning with the 13th verse. Don't look for shortcuts to God. The market is flooded with surefire, easygoing formulas for a successful life that can be practiced in your spare time. Don't fall for that stuff. Even though crowds of people do, the way to life, to God, is vigorous and it requires your total attention. Be wary of false preachers who smile a lot, dripping with practice sincerity. Chances are they are out to rip you off some way or another. Don't be impressed with charisma. Look for character. Who preachers are is the main thing, not what they say. A genuine leader will never exploit your emotions or your pocketbook. These diseased trees with their bad apples are going to be chopped down and burned. Knowing the correct password, saying master, master, for instance, isn't going to get you anywhere with me. What is required is serious obedience, doing what my creator wills. I can see it now at the final judgment, thousands strutting up to me and saying, Master, we preach the message. We bash demons. Our God-sponsored projects had everyone talking. And you know what I'm going to say? You missed a boat. All you did was use me to make yourself important. Let me read that again. All you did was use me to make yourself important, and you didn't impress me one bit. These words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words, words that you can build your life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like the carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved in that house, for it was fixed upon a rock. But if you use my words in Bible studies and then don't work them into your life, you are like the stupid carpenter who built his house on, sandy, on a sandy beach. And when the storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. And when Jesus concluded this address, the crowds burst into applause. They had never heard teaching like this, and it was apparent that he was living everything he was saying. Quite the contrast to their religious teachers. This was the best teaching that they had ever heard. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't think anybody's applauding. Uh, in today's world with what we just heard because if you've been watching Facebook if you've been listening to some of these preachers that by the way didn't cancel their church services and go with live stream 
They've brought whole groups of people that they've put into a sanctuary and said, we're going to preach the word of God. And then people are getting sick. And those people are leaving there and, and bringing the, the virus out into the community. Folks, did you listen to what Jesus just said in here? This is not about mouthing his name. This is not even about looking good. This is about your own personal relationship with God. And that is what's important here. Build your relationship with God on stuff that's solid. What's the solid thing? We know, Micah 6, 8. What does God require? That we be fair, that we be merciful, and that we be humble with God. How can you be any of those things if you're exposing people to illness? How can you be any of those things if you're going to the grocery store and taking as much product as you could possibly take and not thinking about what your neighbor might need? How can we be practicing what Micah teaches us and what Jesus lived his life about if we are not asking our neighbors what they need? How do we do this, folks? It's right there. I encourage you to go back this week and read Matthew 7. Don't do this for show. Do this because this is what your heart is, because this is what God puts into your heart, is that we love each other, that we care for each other. And one of the biggest things that we can do in caring for each other is to take care of one another. Don't try to jump in front of somebody and get your 15 seconds of fame. I, you know, that's why I was worried about doing this this morning, to be really honest with you, was because I didn't think that we would have the quality. I didn't think that people would be interested or listen to what we had to say. And then the words of one of our church members from long ago echoed in my head. You know, um, my best friend in the whole world is, is a fellow by the name of Lance Helms. And he always used to say me that, say to me, People have to decide, Pastor, whether they're going to church for a show or to worship. So this morning, based on that scripture that you heard, why do you come to church? Why are you doing this live stream? Is it for the show? Or is it because we need to hear these words once again? That God loves you unconditionally that you are made in the image of God and that is enough. And oh, by the way, no matter what the rest of the world does, no matter what shows they put on, no matter what dramatic things they do, understand this, God is greater than this virus. God bless you this morning. those of you who are at home, you know that one of the most important things that we do in our church is this communion table. Because 
it is the example that Jesus gave us. Everything that was talked about in that scripture today, my God, it happened right here on the night that it was all going to fall apart, allegedly. And you know, everybody thinks now with the virus, everything is falling apart. And yet, Jesus managed to find something to say, no, it's not falling apart. In fact, as you prepare to eat this meal and he took the bread, he raised it to God and gave thanks for the wheat to the field and he blessed it and he broke it and he shared it with each of them saying, take, eat, this is my body that is given for you. And in a like manner, he took the cup, he raised it to God, gave thanks for the fruit of the vine and he blessed it. He shared it with each of them saying, this is my blood that is poured out for you and for the many as often as you eat and drink of this meal, do so in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come to you this morning. And even though we haven't been able to actually touch anybody, we know so many of us are together watching this stream. And so God, we come to this, your table, the table that we are invited to the table where unconditional love is found. And we ask that you bless, sanctify, and consecrate this meal so that we might be one with you and you with us and we with each other. Almighty God, you are awesome. You are so great. You are a God of healing. You are a God of peace. But most of all, oh God, you are a God of love. Thank you and praise you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. The body and the blood of Christ given for you. Go into your week knowing this, God loves you, Jesus Christ will carry you, and the Holy Spirit will sustain you. Amen.